How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to the Little Things with Mitch and Jake. Jake, it's been a little while, but we've got uh, a lot going on, a lot of momentum uh, with the podcast. Excited to have you on for episode 42. Seems like they're kind of running together here with some quick hits and stuff like that, but really enjoyed the journey with you. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing phenomenal. Episode 42, what a wild ride it's been. We're here... Wow, we're really into May now. It's kind of hard to believe May's kind of flew by. I don't remember what happened in April. I don't know about you. And you've had all the school stuff and whatnot happen, as well as some news that maybe you wanted to share with a few of our listeners here. Yeah, moved into a new house, and then two weeks later, we had a baby boy. Baby boy. Named him Jacob Nealon Reed. Get Jacob out of Nealon here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Finn Joseph. Finn. Little Finster. Finnegan. Love that name. Where did you guys find the name at? I don't know. Found it on the back of a trick cereal box or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh yeah, he's he's been great and uh again you really uh appreciate it just brings you closer together. We're gonna talk about relationships and, and how they change and significant events in your life and how they, they either bring you together or they pull you apart. So it's really cool to be a part of that and I've enjoyed the ride so far. Yeah, super, super exciting news there. So if you listeners hadn't quite heard that yet, Mitch is a dad of three now. So he's a, he's a busy man already. But Two girls and a boy. You know, we tried a boy this third one. I didn't know I had it in me, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. Well, we'll get into it here. Uh, a special thank you to this season sponsor, the South Dakota Army National Guard. Today's South, South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its missions. The mission of the South Dakota Army National Guard is to provide combat, combat capability to the warfight security for the homeland and to provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those that are serving our country from us here at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day, episode 42. What is something that mis people misunderstand about you? The answer to that question, my feelings towards people. Mitch, initial thoughts. Never could imagine that, man, um, that people are misunderstood for how they feel about each other and how that can completely change relationships without even taking the time to understand exactly how they're feeling about it. First impressions are huge. And a lot of them is just assuming how someone feels about you. That plays a, a large role in, in our first impressions and can ruin future relationships simply because we assume how we feel about or how the other people feel about us. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's super interesting. I'm excited to get in today's episode. You know, you talked about first impressions and whatnot. I talk even about before that, like, do we have preconceived notions about other people before we even meet them? I think it's super, super relevant, isn't it? Where we, we, we think someone acts a certain way or 
thinks a certain way and we've actually never met that person or we're judging how they look right i think that's you know a big part in today's society is is judgment and i know we're going to talk about that a little bit but i can, i think about preconceived notions of people whether those are positive or negative before we even meet them and then obviously that first impression is huge and that determines a lot about uh, the feelings that we have for other people and people are really 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 bad about getting to know someone th- without actually taking the time to know them uh, they hear from their friends they've heard this on the street that this person's like that and I would say a majority of the negative aspects and the negative views towards other people a majority of that comes from banter and, and other people talking and spewing and how how do you avoid it you don't you don't you you get away from those folks you you don't have them as friends it's i mean you're not changing those people there's nothing you can do about changing those people and you have to line up uh you have to get your mindset lined up with that like those people are making their bed and they have to sleep in their bed and it's really the only way to to uh, overcome it yeah it's it's interesting i i think of it in terms of you know, surrounding yourself with the right people. I know we talk about that a lot and, and having a, a good circle of like-minded people, you know, that are there to not only support you, but challenge you as well too. And if you have some, some negativity in there or some bad eggs, well, you can feel, you can feel that circle, you know, kind of get construed a little bit and, and have some holes and some missing pieces and whatnot. And it might not be, be very specific at first, but over time, how do I put this? People over time show you who they really are, right? You know, we talked about first impressions. We talked about acquaintances and how you can kind of have a perception of, of people after one, two, three, five, ten meetings. But over time, people show you who they truly are. And that can be good and that can be bad. But that just circles back around to how important it is to surround yourself with the right people. I think it's super, super important in today's world. And that kind of leads into our next question about what can this lead to this thought and these worries about feelings toward other people? What can that lead to just basically in general? And it's, it's really the, the negative thought process. You know, I, I remember having a conversation with a staff member just recently actually, and, and talking about negativity in, in frustrations and, and people and there's just nothing you can do to please people and and you've heard it before that you try to please everyone you're upsetting everyone that's just how that works there's just no decision that you can make that's that's going to do it and there is nothing that you can do to change the way that some of these people are going to think about you there's no way there's no way and and what we need to start doing is we need to start taking these people and like isolating them and analyzing why exactly they are the way they are. Establish your your route, your path, where you want to go and understand that these people have no business on that. And to to engage in that becomes e- extremely hard. Thoughts on that, Jake? Yeah, I I like what you said there and I'm going to kind of bounce off it a little bit when you're talking about you can't change what other people think about you, right? 
when you do, isn't it exhausting to try and switch that narrative? I mean, why would you put so much energy and so much time and so much focus into trying to turn someone else's opinion about you the other way around, right? Is it worth it? Is it really, really worth it? Is it worth your time, energy, and focus? In my opinion, I don't think so at all. Like, think how exhausting that is, trying to impress other people, trying to change that opinion. It just, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you know, again, we have our circle of people, we have our family, we have our friends, we have our coworkers. Um, changing that narrative just isn't worth it because at the end of the day, we're all kind of doing our own thing, right? We have our support group, but we're all doing our own thing. And it's up to us to to really live the life that we want to live and enjoy that pursuit and enjoy that happiness. We make ourselves happy. Other people's Other people can aid to your happiness and they can help lift you up and fuel that happiness but you have to be happy with yourself and if someone isn't happy with you or has a, a negative opinion about you let them do them and you do you right we're all running our own race here so that's kind of what i think about when you talk about that it's exhausting trying to change the opinion of others or to even let that affect you i know it does and it's hard at times but i think it's it's important that we don't do that to ourselves you know and i i almost get a kick out of it and this statement is true in so many facets of life is that we don't appreciate people until they are gone. And it, it seems like something that's like, Oh yeah, gone death. Right. It's, it's not just that it's, it's people moving on doing a different role. You know, I think about this. I've, you know, had two opportunities uh, to move on from my current position. And, you know, you just kind of reach out to people and, you know, they, they kind of share their, their thoughts and it, it feels good. Like to hear those things, like why, why don't we share those things in an everyday setting? Why is it that someone needs to about like leave, you know, one foot out the door kind of thing to let people know actually how you feel actually how they feel and some of the people that you know like hey yeah you know you'd be gone it's like holy smokes i i would have never even thought that you would ever thought that because some of these people are extremely negative and it's like that's that's just kind of their but it's crazy that their true character comes out when their backs are against the wall when something they like something they're comfortable with they might say this when something's about to change, it's crazy how that tone changes. And that's just not, I don't want to single out my situation, but that's everywhere. That's everywhere. When someone is about ready to leave, then you'll share how you feel. You'll be vulnerable with these people. But until then, you don't want to, you don't really want to share your true feelings toward other people. There's one word for it, Mitch. Can you guess that word? Vulnerability. Yeah, vulnerability or being uncomfortable with it. Sure. Uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's that's exactly it. And and we can keep it as as simple as that. It's just it's uncomfortable. And we've talked about it on previous episodes and personally I've made it a, a point to to let people know like if I'm thinking about them, I'll shoot them a phone call. I'll send them a text message. If I feel like someone's maybe struggling or or is coasting a little bit or feel like someone's a little bit off, I'll ask him about it. You know, I've made that a, a real personal goal of mine um, as of late. And then I have a word for every single year. And this, this my word for 2022 is connection. I'm really, really trying to connect with people on a deeper level and really get to know them and really 
ask those questions and get a little bit uncomfortable. And it, trust me, a few of those have been, you know, uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, like I've appreciated the conversations and the connections that I've built and continue to, to fuel. And I, I think that's, that's where it is. People are just uncomfortable with telling people how they feel and, and being vulnerable. And we've talked about that here before too, but that's where my mind goes anyway. So I kind of think about like the, the gossip and the negativity. I mean, it, it, there's no doubt it's a mob mentality, right? You're, you gravitate towards those things, but why? Cause when you hear mob mentality, you think about a mob, you think about like a mosh pit at a concert, right? People do things that they're not, they don't, they're not normally going to do. Like you might have the most innocent person. They're all of a sudden just shoving in these piles. Cause mom mentality well it's no different than mindset either but why my question why do people more often than not gravitate towards negativity and gossip than being positive you don't see like someone extremely positive over in the corner and they just get flocked to that doesn't really happen but negative people always have friends why well, I would test you on that. Are are they true friends? Are they real deep friends? So I'll, I'll test you on that. But two, I think to the point that you're getting at, and we can talk about this. I think it's super easy to be negative. I think it's 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 flushed down our our brains every single day by by news, by media outlets, by our jobs, whatever it may be. I think negativity is really really easy, and people kind of gravitate towards having a chance to kind of, you know, talk about the tea or what they heard through the grapevine or did you hear about such and such and such and their relationship? I think people kind of gravitate towards being able to talk about other people a lot of times. Um, I think too, and that kind of brought me to this thought a little bit. A lot of times we have to, we have to be so professional, if you will. We have to appear like a certain way in just a few episodes back, we talked about wearing a mask and being someone that we're not. Um, I think being negative or talking about other people gives a lot of people that that relief or that ability to kind of take that mask off and, and be able to talk about others and kind of be a little bit more true to who they are. Not saying that's the case for everyone. It really, really isn't. But I think it, I think it gives people an opportunity to gossip. And I think that is becoming, you know, it's it's been decades years and years of gossip people gravitate towards that but i think it's becoming more and more credible even in today's society what do you think about that i couldn't agree more couldn't agree more and i want to like take it one step further and be like these people do this they gravitate towards that because it is a draw to comparison we are told over and over and over again comparisons like the biggest evil you will never find true happiness and if you're comparing comparing yourself when negative situations when people are negative and they gossip you are no longer the bottom of the totem pole because guess what those negative people aren't going to talk smack in front of your face right so all the people you're talking about in that conversation are now one step you are one step ahead of all of those people because obviously they're not sharing negative things about you and that's why we do it. That's why people gravitate towards that gossip because it it puts them on a pedestal. They can have the worst day in the world. And negative people can have the best day in the world and still find negative uh, 
aspects of it. But you can have a terrible day. And when you come home or you go out to the bar for a cocktail with some friends or you go out to supper or you're out at a community event, that negative energy can lift you up. And it's not in a better place, but it puts you, your feeling, it's an empty feeling, but you feel like you're above what's being discussed. And that and that's truly why people gravitate towards that. And it's e- you said it's easy. That's why it's easy. Because it makes us feel better. It's It's like a chemical deal, and I can't explain it. I'm no science guy, but that's exactly why it's easy to do. That's an interesting perspective, and it's so true. And I even want to take it one step further and just kind of add on to what you said there too. It's a lot of time the word that comes to mind is distraction. I think when people talk negatively about other people, you said it kind of puts them on a pedestal a little bit for a moment. Well, it's a distraction, right? It's distracting them from probably their own insecurities, their own lack of self-confidence, their own lack of success, however they define that. I think it distracts them from kind of where I would say a majority of people are at. You know, I'm I'm not saying everyone's unhappy and whatnot, but anxiety, depression, um, happiness overall is is a huge topic of discussion in today's society. And I think it's tough because you talked about that people kind of, it's easy to talk about others and, and create that negative energy, if you will. Well, a lot of times people are just distracting it from their own miserable lives. And then you know, we wonder why we're anxious all the time and whatnot. So that was just kind of an interesting thought that I had too. It's, it's so, so relevant in today's society. And that's why there's so much negativity out there. It's like when you see the positive stuff, it's, I don't know if shocking is the right word, but it's almost just a little bit like, whoa, you know, like there's some positive news, you know, it's nice to hear that every now and then, but it's just, it's a little bit different of a perspective, Mitch. Kicking the can down the road, man. Let's have another baby. We're struggling with our marriage. Let's buy a house. Let's find a new job. And you don't head you don't you don't take a head on approach to the actual problem. We do it all the time, man. Because it's, it's easy. It's easy. Good point. Um this comment about um feelings toward other people, I instantly think about relationships intimate romantic relationships that we may have had in high school or or college and i i don't know why i i think about it but i do and just let's just take for a second here and and put ourselves in those situations again right we had butterflies going on because someone felt one way and you didn't know how they felt and you felt this way and you just wish you could get on the same page, but you're just starting to like hang out and you don't want to be vulnerable. Like we, we think back now and just think how stupid were we? How that is not how you're supposed to handle those situations. But Jake, we do it in every relationship we have as we move forward. Every single relationship we do that hindsight is always 2020. And the things that we do and say in our relationships now, we're going to look back five years from now and be like, what the heck were we thinking? We never learn. We never learn. And I think that's what we need to understand when we're building new relationships, when we're conversing with people that we that we love and that, you know, that we're friends with. We have to look at some of the things that we're saying and some of the things that we're doing and be like, 
five years from now, what is this really going to matter? Is this where we're at? Is this is this heartache, heartburn, really going to matter? What are your thoughts? A lot of the times, it is not. <laughs> as as you know, and I know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and a lot of times, it it is not going to be a big deal. Uh, I think about communication, just how crucial that is. I follow a couple of communication coaches on Instagram, actually, and it's super, super interesting to see their posts and what they talk about. And just, it makes you realize just how important communication is. I think back to prior relationships and even in high school, like you talked about, like pursuing pursuing your crush and it's scary, right? Like that, that leap is scary. Being vulnerable is scary. And then you kind of look back at it and laugh because you were so scared you know and and they were probably thinking the same thing too and if they weren't uh you took a leap and and you grew and got put in your place a little bit but you moved on right you're still here so i i kind of laugh at that and just thinking about that mindset i mean it really really is a mindset uh there's a there's a quote out there and i'm going to be paraphrasing it but uh one of the leaders in the self-development industry says all the time over and over again that he gives himself if he's upset mad or if him and his wife have an argument they give themselves five minutes to just be mad and fume about it five minutes it's like a handshake deal that they made they give each other five minutes to just be mad fume whatever it may be and when that five minutes is up it's over it's over and i thought that's just a super interesting concept and kind of neat too you know we talk about time and how important time is but um yeah i think that that circles back around to communication and relaying those feelings and at the end of the day like you know the clock's ticking guys we don't have time to hold on to our feelings you don't have time to be upset you know i know there's little things here and there but um the clock's ticking that's where my mind goes mitch i like it so uh when i think about feelings i often think how they change when a significant event occurs it can be a positive thing like a a job promotion or, or moving to a new house or um the the birth of a baby i mean that's probably relative i guess at this time in my life or negative too you know uh, a divorce uh, losing a job a death and how our relationships and how we feel towards other people that are involved how those things change what are your first thoughts i think about a significant event in these terms i'll keep it short and then kind of hand you um significant events i think really bring to light just how strong someone's feelings are or how strong your relationship is or how strong of a foundation you've built i think a significant event really tests that or brings that to light meaning say you have a, a loss in, in your family or a friendship deteriorates or your relationship's a little bit on the rocks, those significant events kind of, they really do shape who you are, but they also bring to light kind of where you're at a little bit, right? And it shows maybe in a relationship, for example, how committed one is over the other or if they're both on the same level of commitment, right? A lot of times when stuff starts to deteriorate or significant event, a big fight happens, right? What do a lot of relationships end up doing? They end up ending, right? So I think it's kind of a test to see not only how strong you are and what type of mindset you're in right now, but often that significant event can test 
where you're at, where you and your partner are at, where you're at mentally, um, on a connection level, everything. So I think significant events really bring to light um, just how deeply involved you are with the other person. Does that make any sense at all? It does. And I think the one thing we forget during these significant events is that maintenance is required. People need to fix things, whether it's for the good or the bad. They need to reestablish values. They need to reestablish procedures in those relationships. Uh, but for an example, a promotion, right? You and I are buddies, and then I get promoted. Well, our roles are different, and they need to be established. I think so many times when these things happen, we just take for granted how good our relationship is, and there's no maintenance there, and they falter. They go. And I understand that every person you meet in life, like you can't have all of those relationships. They can't all be your best friend. There's not enough time in the day. But the ones that stick, the ones that matter, are the ones that uh, go with the maintenance. They're, They're the ones that people work on and their roles change with them and they they understand that and they're willing to take that on so i think that's important and in anything like i just said promotions someone moving away some of those you know some buddies of yours in sioux falls that have moved away some of them you still are contact in contact with others you probably haven't talked to since they've left and i think those are the things the feelings towards other people maintenance is crucial when these significant events occur here's the thing we're either growing together or we're going our separate ways there is no like equilibrium there's no people just going on the same path next to each other they're either coming together as one or they're moving away and i i think until you understand that you will not find true happiness in your relationships that you have I love that. I love that. Maintenance is is critical, and I like the way you put that. Uh, Dave Braun, who we know, has a saying that's very famous famous in the ULA community, and that says, he says, if you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. And it's kind of the same deal, right? Just continuing to maintain and, and work on things, right? Fix things. I think, that was, I think that was a great point, Mitch, and kind of a good way to wrap up episode 42. Thank you. Yeah, well done, my friend. Before the end, we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience. We read a few shout-outs as well. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by Certified Financial Planner at Northwestern Mutual, Luke Bruns. Luke has been with Northwestern Mutual since 2009 and strives to protect what matters most to you and your family. For more information, contact us here at thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail. Com. Mitch, do you have some shout-outs you would like to give out? A few. want to give another shout-out to that gal uh, from Minneapolis that came and said hi. That was really cool. At Cool Beans uh, in Brookings, our last podcast, actually, gal from um, Minneapolis came, was touring SDSU, and was just like, oh, my gosh, you guys are the little things. You know, it's it's cool to, to see how it's spread uh, over time that that was pretty cool so i believe her name was shiloh if shiloh if you're hearing this thing email us the little things dot mitch and jake at gmail.com we'll get you a shirt we'll send you a shirt wherever you're at now um yeah give us a shout out jake we got another one cool beans working with uh kurt over at cool beans that was cool uh we've got one in the hometown of watertown at labby's uh coming up in a week we've got some uh 
some important people in Watertown that um, talking about small business, the community atmosphere. Uh, excited to have them aboard at Labby's. Uh, my last one, uh, the sophomore class in Florence actually asked me to come and chat about the technical side of podcasts. That's kind of cool. You know, it's not necessarily the content. I mean, they can listen to that anytime, but uh, podcasts, this kind of stuff's kind of picking up, and uh, schools are using it, classrooms are using it. We've kind of presented at a few conferences on that, so it was pretty cool to chat with the sophomores in Florence, and they've actually listened to a few of them, so shout out to those guys too. Yeah, super cool. I think it's awesome. I, w- I would much rather have recorded a podcast episode for a, a, a paper than actually wrote the paper back in high school. Amen. I don't know about you, Mitch, but <laughs> well, and now I've you know I've been going to school since I was five, you know, working on my doctorate right now and stuff, and writing papers is nothing now. But I will tell you, back in high school, yeah, sign me up for a podcast. Absolutely, and yeah, like Mitch said too, um, if you see us out and about. You know, wherever it may be, Sioux Falls, Watertown, Summit, Florence, Aberdeen, Minneapolis, Vegas, Chicago. I know you're going a bunch of places, Mitch, <laughs> but if you see us out, be sure to say hi. We, we love to, to see you guys and chat with you guys. Again, our email is littlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. And then just a quick announcement for me before we circle up to uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I just announced the other day that both my coaching program and my books are both 35% off for the rest of May. So I wanted to announce that. Um, you can find everything on our Little little Things podcast page. But, um, yeah, 35% off books and coaching program uh, for the rest of May. So just wanted to announce that. Jeez, how'd you pick 35? Just close your eyes and point or something? Or 35%? 35, if, it felt great. Who knows? It's 35. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, any last comments, Jake? No, just enjoyed the conversation. I'm I'm glad to get back on the grind here, episode 42. We're obviously have Labby's coming up. Uh, super excited for that, and some more news that we talked about early on tonight that we're really excited about in the coming months with the Little Things podcast. I just think we have a a cool opportunity here, and we're trying to take advantage of it. So really enjoy the time, brother. You bet. Tune in for the next episode. The question. Well, not any more questions. We've got all the answer, uh, questions answered from... Uh, season four is wrapping season four, up, Mitch. Season four. Can't believe it. So, so something that is misunderstood about you, we're going to have Ask Me Anything. can be anything related to that question. Um, any questions at all? Favorite movies? Music? Who's got the best facial hair? Anything they want to ask, that's fine. Uh, the next episode, uh, Answers That Didn't Make the Book. That's always kind of a fun one to dive back into. It kind of brings me back down uh, memory lane. And then, of course, this special guest to wrap up this season, Jake. No one better uh, to have you along, so I appreciate everything you've done along uh, along the way on this journey. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.